Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, November 3rd, as we continue to move, uh, the markets continue to move up. Uh, we've got some numbers coming in today from ADP, some employment numbers. Uh, good news there. And we'll look to see where we ended up yesterday and more when we join Dave here in just a minute. But before we do that, let me just remind you of the core retirement design made so that you can design the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design visit. Do it right now. With that, we'll be talking to Dave up next. 841 here, 19 before 9. Time to check in on find out what's going on with your retirement funds this morning. If you got them invested in equities, if you got them stuck in an old stock someplace, what we talk about here does matter to you every morning. Using the resources of my friend Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today, halfway through the week. And, um, you know, hey, yesterday, not a bad day on Wall Street. Yeah, another bunch of records again, down up 139. S&P was up by 17. NASDAQ up by 54. And since they were coming off records the day before, another new closing record. Hey, can Dow 40,000 be far away? I mean, it, it, you yeah. wouldn't think so, right? That's it's, uh, <laughs> man, what, 10, 11, 12, maybe what, 12% increase and we're there. Yeah, good heavens. Yeah, it's, it's utterly amazing. I mean, you know, we were wondering if we were going to stay above 30 for a little while at the beginning of the pandemic, and then all of a sudden we're looking at, uh, you know, 36,052. That's a big psychological boundary to cross one of those even thousand numbers, isn't it? It, it really is. And, you know, the, the Dow had been flirting around with new highs and continued to move up. And so that 36,000 was kind of the natural next deal that everybody wanted to see across. Yeah, we're going to see how much of a... Uh, how, how much of a hurdle the investors see it as being as the days progress up front. It looks a little bit like maybe a little profit taking this morning. But when we got on before we went on the air on the phone, you said and very rightly, that's about what yesterday looked like, too. And we ended up setting a new record. Start the morning out with uh, the uh, ADP employment. We're in that triumvirate of three days at the beginning of every month where the unemployment numbers really drive things. ADP, the big payroll company, estimates how many private sector jobs were created last month. And this one was a big beat, 571,000 private sector jobs. And we had estimates between 395 and 400,000 expected. That is without a doubt good news after a couple of months of disappointments, isn't it? It really is a good news, uh, you know, that to come in by that much and uh, reading reading a little bit of the details behind the numbers, it seems like that, uh, you know, the Delta variant um, uh, that had contributed to the issues in prior, prior months um, seems to be relieving now, and we're seeing more jobs created, more people going back to work uh, in, in all the industries really across the board, Dave. And, you know, maybe the positivity rate numbers that we're seeing nationwide, state by state on COVID testing might be putting a few of the uh, nervous Nellies back into the employment market, too, and they might actually start taking those jobs. I mean, we're, I was having some fun with it the other day, you know, a week or so ago. You know, Florida's COVID positivity rate is among the lower in the country right now. And I flippantly said the national press would like uh, a little privacy during this time of mourning, but it is uh, it is 
is good news. It's, it's happening nationwide. We're starting to see a little bit more surety about being able to go back to work. Yeah, we really are. And, and uh, I mean, you know, here in Florida, it's uh, my friend always tells me from up north that, you know, Florida, we don't have COVID. So we just keep living. And uh, and we're seeing that now as more and more people are getting out about and, and going to ve- festivals. I mean, we saw it this weekend, right? Friday night, all the people downtown. Uh, mm-hmm. for the for the, the trick-or-treat stuff and uh so i think people will finally decide hey it's okay i need to go back to work now yeah it was a good bellwether really as you say over the weekend that big crowd downtown here and that's kind of a microcosm of the world even even folks that have a reason to be nervous taking the you know taking their kids out into a crowd you feel a little bit more confident when the positivity rates is down because you're looking at like probably a 97% chance you're not going to find somebody that's affected now. That, that's right. So we continue to, to watch that. And, uh, you know, we've got some more employment news coming out, right? This isn't ADP is not the, the final word. I mean, we've got first time claims tomorrow again. And then Friday is the big number from the government as far as non-farm payrolls and the unemployment rate. That's the real number everybody looks at. Absolutely. That's the big one. But ADP is always good news. They generally guess the trend, even though their absolute numbers generally don't come anywhere close to what the Fed says. Uh, we got other things coming up later on today, too. Factory orders come out at 10 a.m. That's going to be substantial. Durable goods orders, too. That could affect trading. But I suspect at 2 p.m., we're going to have one of those seismographs on the charts for the indexes because the Federal Reserve comes out with their report. I don't think they're expected to actually change the benchmark interest rates, but uh, pretty well certain we're going to get some sort of news about what their plans are to tighten things up and taper and continue the tapering process on bond buying. Yeah, it'll be interesting, Dave, to see what, what uh, Mr. Powell comes out and talks about. What's going to be even more interesting is when they start doing what they're talking about. You know, that's the key. They've been talking now for a while and just not, as best I can tell, not pushing any levers or pulling anything to to start making the changes. Yeah, and we were talking before we went on the air, and it's been a point of impatience for both of us. We keep talking about inflation and all the rises in prices. I was chatting with a friend the other night, and I don't watch the individual items I buy in the grocery store, but my my weekly grocery shopping that always ran 70 to $90 is now running 100 to $120. I know I'm no different there. Uh, the inflation is there. And Powell keeps talking about just being a temporary, transitory thing. And I think a whole bunch of us are kind of at the point of saying, bull hockey, it's here to stay. I agree. And that seems to be the uh, what I read across Wall Street is very few people are on the transitory bandwagon. Most of them are, you know, is here to stay. This is what we're going to have to deal with going forward. You know, we had, what, 20 years of basically no inflation as far as the Fed was concerned. And so now we're going to start paying that price um, substantially. You know, I'm not cool with catch-up years, are you? (laughs) No, me either. (laughs) It's it's not going to be fun. So there could be a lot of stuff after we get done talking today that could affect the market. One thing that's affecting the market beforehand, we were chatting before we went on the air. Yesterday, Avis Rent-A-Car reported uh, they beat substantially, and their stock just went through the roof. I mean, rent-a-car companies have had their challenges over the last year, uh, but they went up by like 108% in one day. And that drove the Dow Transportation Index. If folks watch the sub-indexes underneath the Dow Jones 30, 
the transportation index went up by like a thousand points in one day, which kind of gives you reason to uh, restate something you've said a million times. Watching a price-weighted index really is not a smart thing to use as a gauge of the market, is it? No, because then you get companies like Avis have a really good quarter or something, and bang, their stock price goes up tremendously, and it uh, it over-affects uh, that index that, that they're in. That's kind of why you always, whenever I talk about the Dow being up, you invariably always add in the S&P 500, which is capitalization weighted. And in reality, while the Dow may be the glamour index, the S&P is really a far better blue chip index as to how the market is doing. That, yeah, that, that's true. That, that really is a more, um, e, and because it's capital weighted, and then you're, you're looking at 500 companies, not 30 companies. I mean, just by the general nature of that, that's going to give you a better idea of what's happening across the board. Absolutely. And like I said, warped things happen like Avis going crazy and completely screwing up the transport index yesterday. We are in earnings season, and we got one that wasn't in earnings, but still big news. I gather you got some hot news on Bed Bath & Beyond, huh? I do, Dave. And this one caught my attention last night, um, cruising through some some articles. Bed Bath Beyond was up um, as high as 80 percent, in, increase of over 80 percent last night after hmm. the market closed. They didn't come out with earnings. They, they didn't come out with anything as far as their, their, their financial report. But here's what they did announce. And this was pretty big. A in-store partnership with Kroger. Um, yeah, a big deal there. And they announced that their uh, stock buyback program was ahead of schedule. So uh, a lot of things there, you combine those two things, and uh, they're not up that 80% that they were earlier last night, but, uh, and they are trending back down a little bit, but they're up 50% right now from where they closed last night. And, and last yesterday, they were up almost 10% from where they were on Monday. So uh, a, a big a big deal for them. And Kroger is one fat butt distribution channel in most parts of the country, so that could cause a lot of problems to go away for a brick-and-mortar retailer, depending upon the nuts and bolts of the agreement. Absolutely. It's definitely going to help them out um, moving forward. I mean, we're getting ready to move into the holiday season. Um, I, I just can see all kinds of advantages for Bed Bath & Beyond there. Oh, absolutely. Even in dissimilar industries, in Kroger and Bed Bath & Beyond, I really don't put in the same classification at all. But, you know, melding some of those transportation and floor space resources, that could be nothing but good news. Uh, yeah. And so we'll have to watch to see how that really starts to affect their earnings in the next couple quarters. Absolutely. Speaking of earnings, I know you got a slew of them out there. I do. I'm having a hard time trying to figure out where to start because there's some really bad ones and there's some really good ones, Dave. So it's... Uh, it's, it's the battle of, of some big, big downturns. Let's start with one of the big, bigger losers. It's a big household name, too. It's one I go to on a regular basis when I want to know what my, what my house is worth, right? Zillow. Mm -hmm. um, they made an announcement that they are exiting the home flipping business. <laughs> I love this. Mm -hmm. Saying their algorithm designed to profitably buy and sell homes doesn't work as intended. <laughs> 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 so they had uh, uh, higher than expected um, uh, quarterly loss, um, lower than expected revenue from last uh, quarter. And I got to tell you, they are uh, they're down almost 15 percent this morning. 
That may have explained why I was, I was talking to a mortgage banker or refi, about refinancing my home, and I told him what the Zillow estimate was on the thing. He kind of laughed and said, we'll get our own. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and on top of that, Zillow closed down yesterday 11.5%. So wow. it, it's taking it on the chin pretty big here lately. And it, it's going to be, um, actually, it's going to open at a new 52-week low today. Um, that price was $83. Now it's going to be opening at about $73. So um, that's a that's a big, big change for those folks that own Zilla. Um, mm. Yeah, they're going to feel it. So uh, so let's see, where do you want to start, Dave? You want to go to travel? Let's do it. All right. So we got Norwegian Cruise Line reported. Um, they, not not good, Dave, not good. They, they lost about... Uh, Oh, six cents more than expected. They lost $2.17 a share. Revenue did not meet expectations. They fell short there too. Now they did come out and say, hey, we expect uh, to, to have a positive cash flow in the first quarter of 2022. And we expect the second half of, of 2022 to actually be profitable uh, for them. But it's not helping their stock price today, though. They're down 2.5% this morning. Investors are saying, "Float the boats now and get it over with." Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's get it. Let's get things going. Uh, and that same vein, not really travel, but I, I use them when I travel, and that's Lyft, mm-hmm. um, the ride-sharing company, yeah, the the food delivery company, whatever else they're doing out there. Um, they they came in at five cents ahead of expectations. I'm sorry, they came in at five cents, which was good because they were expected to lose three cents a share. Um, Yeah, revenue was ahead of forecasted too. Um, They're seeing higher demand, uh, which I helped them out last quarter too. Um, They're up uh, almost 14% this morning. That's good to hear. So as you can see, we've got a wide range of of stock prices coming out during earnings season this, this time. Uh, Tupperware, let's go to another loser, if we will. Um, Tupperware reported and, and they beat, they beat on earnings substantially by, by almost um, 50 cents, not quite 50 cents a share beat. That However, makes sense. Yeah, Food yep. storage while people are at home more, yeah. Yep. Um, and revenue um, must have missed. I haven't seen the revenue number anywhere. But but it must have missed, Dave, because their stock is tanking this morning. Um, they're saying that they've seen a negative impact from pandemic and other factors. Um, I, I can only assume that because things are finally progressing, that people aren't maybe packaging up as much leftovers. Um, but they're down 15 and a half percent this morning. Whoa, I think maybe, remember, their distribution still goes heavily through the concept of the at-home party sales, so it might uh, very well true. can't yep. sell as much, yeah. That's true. That's so, uh, yeah, another big miss out there. So you can see they're, they're either good or they're really bad, it seems like right now. Uh, Capri Holdings, that's the, uh, the holding company of Michael Kors, Versace, you know, those high-end brand names. Um, they had a good quarter. Uh, they came in at 53 cents. I mean, a dollar 53. They're expected to make 95 cents a share. They beat on revenue and they raise their full year outlook. So, you know, that's a trifecta for them today um, as we get ready to open. They're up 12%. Cool. 
Got one more that we can do that gives us a best time, that gives us a high note. Uh, give us a high note? Well, let's just see what I can find out. Well, how about let's go to Camper World. Camping World. They uh, they came in at $1.98 a share. That's huge because that's uh, almost four times expectations. They're expected to make 55 cents a share. Uh, revenue was above forecast as well. They're up almost 7% this morning. Ooh, well, some good news to be had. Resetting the table green day yesterday on each of the major indexes 45 minutes before we opened this morning. I kind of mentioned I saw some profit taking in the offing. Don't know if it's going to stay that way. How are we doing 45 minutes early? It's a little bit of a mixed bag this morning, Dave. We got the Dow is down uh, about $55, which is, uh, you know, about 0.15%. And we've got the S&P 500 uh, basically even. I mean, it's down $2.80 right now. So pretty flat. NASDAQ's up a tenth of a percent. Uh, so, so a mixed bag there. We'll have to see what things do after the open today. On the commodity side, we've got silver. Uh, trading up, still can't get over $24 an ounce, up four tenths. Uh, silver is, I mean, gold is down a third of a percent. And then, gotta love it. I wish I had a trumpet to play here, Dave. Uh, crude oil down 2.3% uh, to $81.97 a barrel. May it stay there for a while. Overseas markets, by and large, I'm all red, just fractionally in the Asian rim before we close, before we open. Halfway through their day, Europe, for the most part, is off. Again, fractionally, no real trend showing anywhere. It was pretty close to flat, which is a slight tinge of pink ink on it halfway through. Philip, planning ahead counts for a whole heck of a lot, and when we don't know what's going to go on with junk like the Fed, that makes retirement planning a little bit harder unless you know where your risk is. How do I find you to find that risk? You know, Dave, folks that are 60 years or older thinking about retirement, they need to look at their core retirement design so they can design the retirement they always dreamed of, Dave. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to go through that process. And then check out our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. All righty. And back here again tomorrow morning. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then. All right, man. Have a great day. Appreciate it. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pit. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Remember to design the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call. Put together our for retirement design to be able to do that. 863-382-0037. Have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye now.